Welcome to the Almighty God and Gospel Girl podcast. Each week, you'll hear testimonies that turned failures into hope, despair into inspiration, and darkness into light, as well as actionable tips and strategies that you can implement in your daily life to overcome obstacles that can detour our Christian walk. Galatians 6.2 tells us to carry each other's burdens, and in this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. Thanks for spending some time with us today. Now here's your host, the Gospel Girl, Tammy Becker. Okay, we are live. Hi, everyone. Tammy Becker here. Welcome to the Faithful Friends Coffee Chat. Uh, We're so excited that you guys are here today with us. And we are talking about a very deep subject about what is Judgment Day. Yeah, so I don't know how far we'll get, but we're going to do the very best that we can do today. And if it leads into something else, we'll go ahead and lead into something else. So the very first thing that we want to get started with is prayer. So we want to bring the Holy Spirit into our chat today. So right now, dear Heavenly Father, we just ask that you step in with us right now as we get started on this very serious topic about what you, what Judgment Day is all about. And just ask that you uh, give us your divine um, words, Father, because this is a a very misunderstood topic, and we want to make sure that we're relaying um, what it is that you want the listeners to hear today, Father. So we ask for your discernment. We ask for your presence as we deliver this live discussion today, and we ask that you be with each and every one of us as we bring forth our our presentation today and our talk and our chat. And we give all the glory to you, Father. And we ask if there's anyone out there that that needs to ask Jesus in their heart today that you you um, you bring them forth, uh, Father. In Jesus' name, we ask these things. Amen. Amen. So welcome. I've got Lisa here and I've got Sandy here. Hi, girls. Hi. <laughs> it's been quite a week, right? Getting ready for lesson again. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So today, yes, last week we we finished. We talked about uh, we talked about eternal life, right? Yeah. Was it heaven or eternal life? Remind me. Okay, uh, Tammy, why did you do that to me? It was uh, heaven and eternal life. But okay, where 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 yeah. we go when we die? Yeah, where we go when we die? Yeah, okay. And then, and then it led. We got into some discussion. Yeah, I'm like brain. My brain is like, I what was her? I I knew that everything kept leading us to this topic today because we talked about uh, we talked about Hades, and then we talked about the actual judgment day and and then we said we'll talk about that later so that's how we got to today where we're actually because we're now we're out of Hades you know we talked about eternal life so now we're moving from the Hades circle if you remember our chart and we're we're moved to that next piece which is judgment day and yeah so we'll 
we'll try to get through this at the best we can. But really, like the question is, before we get started, what is Judgment Day? And the best, the best definition I found was Judgment Day is the day of God's final, ultimate judgment on sinful mankind. Pretty simple. So to get started, I want to read you something um, before we get started in our discussion from Pat Roberts, Robertson on uh, what is the resurrection of the dead and who will be resurrected first? Because this is this goes into judgment on resurrection day into the in the final judgment. A lot of people want to know about how does that all take place? So before we actually get to the great white throne, we've got to walk you through a few steps. So this is what Pat Roberts, Robertson wrote. He wrote, the resurrection spoken of in the Bible is the uniting of man's spirit, which is immortal and leaves the body at physical death. With a new spiritual body, the spiritual body will become immortal and will have incredible powers such as being able to move through physical objects like walls, doors, and travel through great distances instantaneously. That sounds fascinating. <laughs> I look forward to that. <laughs> so these will be our bodies that Christians will have forever, that eternal life that we talked about last week. We're going to be able to do that. That's going to be like fabulous. So now here's where the confusion that people see. This is where the confusion comes in, the word resurrection. Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead. But this was a resurrection, not a resurrection. Okay, La Lazarus was raised. Remember, we talked about it last week. He was raised. His body was raised from the dead. He was still in his mortal body. Okay, um, so he was still subject to death in his mortal body which he did later on, Lazarus died in his mortal body, okay? Um, and he stayed dead. So when Jesus Christ comes back again, he's gonna resurrect those who have been born again. Now, let me just stop right there for a minute. Born again, let's refresh on that, is when a person that is of sinful nature has accepted Jesus Christ into their heart as their personal savior, asks forgiveness of their sins, leaves their, leaves their old ways, their sinful nature to follow Jesus for the rest of their life and ask that Holy Spirit to come into their life. They follow through with baptism to show that they're repented of their sins and then go on with their purpose in God's life. That's what born again um, so then they will be joined with their spiritual bodies that have been prepared for their spirits. So now the Apostle Paul says that those who are alive will not be resurrected ahead of those who sleep. So those who are dead, meaning those that are, remember last week we talked about people that died that are not still alive on the earth are in Hades. Hades is a place after you die that you either go to torment or you go to paradise. So they will be raised. They will they'll be followed by those. So they'll, they'll rise to the judgment day, right? And then they're going to be followed by those who are still alive on the earth. And um, when Christ comes back. So those who are still alive will be changed in a moment. Remember, we talked about that. The 
blinking of an eye, we're going to be boom up with our Lord. And then the mortal bodies will be transformed into bodies that that one Jesus had after his resurrection. So these bodies will be eternal and have some of the same qualities that Jesus Christ had. And the Bible declares this for us. So we shall be like him or we shall see him as he is. So now there, there's also will be a second resurrection where will come at the end of a thousand year reign of Christ. At that time, there will, there will be a great resurrection for all people. Those who have done evil will be sent to hell forever. But those who have lived in accordance with righteous teachings of the Lord will live forever with God. And that's when we get into the millennium. So Sandy, now you had, uh, I'm going to hand it over to you. That gets us okay, started. So I did the judgment seat of Christ. So as Tammy has said, when Jesus comes back and he gathers us up, which we use the word rapture, we go to heaven. The dead will be rise first and then the live ones. So when during this period, that'll be the beginning of the seven year tribulation. So we've got seven years in heaven before we end up coming back. So we have what they call the judgment seat of Christ. And that's where we go before Christ with what we've done with our lives since we have gotten saved and working for him. So it, the purpose of the judgment seat of Christ is, you know, you go through your whole life. You know, God examines or Jesus examines your whole Christian life and the deeds we've done, whether they're good or bad. It's not that we're going to be sent to hell. It's just he does an examination. What did you do with your life and what you, you know, uh, done if it was within self in the sense you got to picture a bowl in front of you between you and Jesus. You got your life in this bowl and you have things you've done within yourself. It burns up things you've done for Christ turns to good, whether it be gold. Cause there is talks about crowns and stuff like that in the Bible. But so it's basically what you've done with your life. Um, we're all accountable for that. So there's no bypass in that one. That is kind of a basic of it. There's uh, a lot of scripture. It For one, uh, we have Romans 14, 10 through 12 says, if we all stand before God's judgment seat, so then each of us will give an account for himself, ourselves, to God. And 1 Corinthians 3, 10 says, according to the grace of God, which is given to me, like a wise master builder, Andy, what? Okay, you have to read that scripture again. You cut out just a hair there. Okay, you want the one master builder? Yeah. Okay, so First Corinthians three ten. Uh oh, my internet is unstable. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm sorry. That's okay. With it after that, we're accountable for. 
So it goes back to the stubble and hay. I'm sure that's a that's a phrase that we've all heard if we was raised up in the church. Um, this particular judgment seat, the seat of Christ, like I said, is uh, only for the church age and the saints that that is brought up, gathered up with Jesus, which talks about that in, uh, I don't have it in front of me. Tammy, did you have that one? No. Okay, well, we'll, we'll probably have to continue this one. Okay. So that's what the judgment seat of Christ is, is for the, the Christians that was on earth and the ones who had passed. And then Jesus came and we're gathered up and that's a judgment on our life. What did you do for Christ from the time you was saved to that point? Right. And it's not really, it's more of, and it's not like we're being condemned. It's not like we're being judged. We've already made it through hate. If the ones, you know, we've already, we've made it to that point and it's already telling us, you know, what have you done here? You know, he's, he's reflecting with us what we have done for him. Yes. It's yes. a reflection pool, so to say, like we're looking at right. a pool of water in a reflection of our life. There's probably right. things we don't even know in that reflection pool that right. he's going to reveal to us. This is how I look like, here's your blessing. This is how I look at it. I'm going to show you a reflection pool of all the ripples of water of all the people that you don't even know that you, by doing this, that you reached out and touch. And I, I'm looking forward to it because I think that in life, we don't even know how many people we reach. And those ripples, you know, as they say, as, as um, my friend Lori that was on last week, she says, you know, there's ripples in what you do. So the ripples of water, I think we're going to be looking in that beautiful pool of crystal reflection and see things that we didn't even know. You know, there's that song, Ray Bolts, you know, thank you for giving to the Lord. And I used to sing that in church. And it's, it says all you, when you get to heaven, you start seeing all these people come to you and saying, thank you. I'm here because of you. And you're like, you know, like about that kid that I led to Sunday school that I might've forgot about, or somebody in that I led in junior choir, or, you know, all the things that you forget over your life. And I think to me, that reflection pool is like here. He's opening up all the things to us that, wow, you know, we might not have, not have realized. Yeah, I think it's important to talk about, you know, this too, because judgment has multiple meanings. It's not just the one meaning of judgment for how you're going to be punished. Although that's a big part of it because the sinners are going to be judged for their sins and for turning their backs on Christ or for rejecting God. But there's also the judgment where we're going to be decided how we're going to be rewarded based on what we did. You know, Sandy brought up the verse, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, in that it talks about that trial by fire. So what she was talking about is all of our deeds are going to be thrown into the fire and what doesn't burn away, which is what's not going to count. The stuff that counts is going to be a determination of how we're going to be rewarded. And so that's what Tammy's talking about is all the things that we've done in our life will come to account. And the things that we've done, we're going to be made aware of in fullness. And so it's going to be both painful and joyful at the same time because we've done things that we're not proud of. But we've done a lot of things that we may not be aware of that were awesome. There's yeah. also the verse I can't. Uh, no condemnation. We're not going to be condemned. Right. It's no. Just That's we have the life. 
Yes. Yeah, that's a promise. There's no condemnations for those who are in Christ Jesus. That's right. So this here is, you know, we all heard we're going to have to go before God. And I would rather go before God knowing I'm saved than going before God and knowing that my destination is in fire forever. Amen to that. Yeah. 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 Amen to that. <laughs> yes. It took me a few years, but praise yeah. God. He knew I was one of his to begin with. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And remi- and in touching on the condemnation is when we ask forgiveness of our sins, it's gone. Yeah. He doesn't look back. He does not remember those sins. They're gone. Those sins from the past are forgotten forever. Yeah. So we have to remember that as well. You know, there's one thing too, and people... People don't realize this, maybe, that, uh, yeah, you get saved, you get, you know, you follow through Jesus's footsteps and you get baptized, but every single day of your life, you have to ask for forgiveness because we're never perfect. You right. have unhealthy or sinful thoughts, and it doesn't mean lustful. It could be hatred. It could right. be many things. You know, you don't go to sleep at night without asking for forgiveness because we are imperfect people right and it's something that's really i go through the day asking for forgiveness <laughs> we are eating habits too i mean it's simple things yeah. as eating too you know eating he doesn't i it talks about you know taking care of the temple of our body so well, yeah eating, that, that's yeah I, things, there's things so we, many different things that we don't understand yeah yeah but you know and what we do we're accountable for what we do understand right that's one that's one thing that we're yes. accountable for what we only understand but you know you do you have to communicate with god you have to because you know our thoughts our feelings and we, even though we haven't acted out on it if it's something you think god mm-hmm. forgive me for having that thought right i do that all the time Right. Because, you know, we're, we're, we're getting, the old man is in there trying to win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I had this great analogy I used to use when I was teaching college. And it was like, okay, so like when we go to see, see God, you know, and we're standing up there for judgment day, it's like, okay, when you get pulled over in a car and you know, like, you're not supposed to run a red light. And the cop's going to look at you and, and you say, oh, I never read that in, I never read that in the manual. Well, that's your job to read it in the manual. So yeah. you're getting the ticket no matter what. Same when we go to judgment day, God left us the manual, the Bible. Yeah. He's going to say, that was in the Bible. It's your responsibility. It was your responsibility to get in that Bible and have a relationship with me and to know, to know. And if you knew and you went ahead and did it anyway. That's a sin. That's a sin. And definitely, yeah. if you did it intentionally, God is going to, and you're God's child, he is going to really give you, um, what's that word called? You know, where you're just like eaten up inside, you know, it's like, oh gosh, I did something bad. I should have done that. Yeah. Remorse, but there's remorse. Even, <laughs> yeah, well, you no, know, it's yeah. where he's like giving you, like, you just feel icky, like. Uh, Convicts. Yeah, convicting you. Yeah, he's convicting got that. you. Yeah, yeah, that conviction where the Lord is like, ooh, you know, you're getting that heavy conviction. You feel sick to your stomach, and you're like, I'm so sorry, Lord. And then you really like, yeah, I'm really sorry about that. 
So anyway, I just thought I'd throw that in there. Okay, so are we done with that, Sandy? Yep, I think so, because the... Um... Yeah, that, that, that's about what it is. I mean, like I said, there's a bunch of scriptures that go with it, but I think we basically explained what it was. If we wanted to take each one of these in detail, mm-hmm. it would probably be pretty good. But, you know, yeah. all three kind of got on a different judgment. <laughs> yeah. And well, yeah, we could break them down. Like we could do that in other episodes, break them down one at a time. But for today, yeah, judgment day. So, okay, so from there, I'm going to just quickly talk about, like, what the millennium is before we actually get to the the great white throne, and Lisa will take that over. So, the millennium is the thousand years, and it's the biblical millennium, Um, and it'll be the period of peace, love, brotherhood, when all nature lives in harmony that was intended in the Garden of Eden in the beginning. So the book of Isaiah speaks of a time when the wild animals live at peace with domestic animals, when the serpents will no longer bite, a child will be able to play by a cobra's den or lead wild beasts around and not be harmed. Military schools will close and implements of war will no longer be manufactured. The money and resources that now go into warfare will then be devoted to peaceful pursuits. When this day comes, every person will have his own plot of ground, his own home, and we will live in harmony with their neighbors. No one will be afraid that someone will try to steal his belongings. There will be universal peace for the knowledge of the Lord will cover the earth as the waters cover the sea. And Pat believes that the millennium is a transition period when Jesus Christ comes back to the earth to show mankind that it would have been what it would have been like if sin had never entered the world. It will be a time when Jesus Christ will reign as king and the kingdom of God will be established on earth. There will be a one world government under the leadership of Jesus with nation states subject to him. The Bible says representatives of the nations of the earth will come to Jerusalem each year. Apparently all governments will be subject to godly people. And at that time, Israel will be the key nation on earth. I mean, you know what? We'll get to see the world as we never saw it. And just think, we're still going to have glorified bodies, the ones that was taken, gathered up with Jesus. Now, they will be people still in the flesh that comes out of the tribulation. And that's why there's another judgment. Mm -hmm. So. It's for that, and then the the doom of Satan gets chained chained up and thrown into the pit right. of hell. Right. So so many judgments. Which listeners and viewers, we will break down the judgments one by one for you in the following weeks. But for today, from the millennium, we are now going to jump in to the great white throne. Lisa's going to take us through that. Thank you, Tammy. Um, So this was a very interesting topic, and I've never really even thought about it before. But when we were talking about the topic for the week, as I got diving into it, this really is a mighty topic. (laughs) Most 
most people, you know, when they're brought up in, in, you know, different types of religion or spiritual beliefs, they talk about the judgment day and they only talk about it as a singular event. And really, there's not a lot of emphasis on what it is or its many parts. And obviously, in our discussion so far, it's come to light that there are multiple judgments, not just one. The great white throne, which in the Bible is just referred to as the white throne, um, is actually the final judgment place. That's the place where Jesus Christ is going to sit and he will be the one who has been ordained by God to pass judgment on all who stand before him on that day. Um, so I just kind of want to read briefly Revelation 24, ver chapter 20, verse 4, <laughs> um, which says, I saw thrones on which there were seated those who had been given authority to judge. And I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded because of their testimony about Jesus and because of the word of God. They had not worshipped the beast or its image and had not received its mark on their foreheads or their hands. They came to life and reigned with Christ a thousand years. This is where I learned that there were more than one judgment. And it's actually kind of a beautiful verse because it says that those who had suffered at the hands of knowledge of Christ and, and, and trust of Christ will now be set free and will be able to live their lives with Christ in, in, in peace, you know, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, can, I ins can I insert something? Totally. Cause, cause that is really, really deep right there. So what the deal is, is the reason that they were from, uh, when Jesus gathers us up and we go, we go into a seven year tribulation of nothing but hell. Think of the worst things you've ever had. The people who accept Christ during that time will be martyred. They will be giving their life for Christ because they didn't receive the mark of the beast. Mm -hmm. So that's it's actually happening now. It's actually yeah, happening well, now in parts been, of the world. It's been happening for a long time as yeah. far as people yeah. being killed. But right. during the tribulation, and they might be that some that scaves through, but you know, we don't know. So you want to accept Jesus before mm -hmm. that happens. But that I just wanted to clarify because that's how come they get they're martyred. They get, mm -hmm. you know, they they suffer dearly to follow Christ during the tribulation. Right. Yeah. And just to add on to that too, Sandy, because you make some really good points right now. It's it's important to also remember that part of what brought on this discussion group that we're trying to build on is the fact that we have already passed through several signs of the tri the coming tribulation. The signs are happening now, have been happening at least for the last couple of years that can be directly pinpointed. So as the tribulation commences, we are in those times right now. So all of those who are being persecuted right now, this is what this verse is talking about. That's my belief. And yes. everything that we're experiencing is leading up to where, what we're talking about. Yeah, I don't think we're in the tribulation right now. We're in the trouble. We're in Jacob's trouble. And this is where we're going to, the, the tribulation is God's wrath. Mm -hmm. Is this also the pre-tribulation that you're referring to? Because I don't know. There might be multiple okay. terms okay. for what, it. What pre-tribulation is, is before before the tribulation what the people um okay let me get my train of thought now <laughs> okay so we are we are being persecuted we are being uh all the things that's happening to us now is satan running our government okay so it's people when the tribulation comes that's god's judgment 
So that's, and the people will be going through that. They'll take, they'll have a choice. They will have a choice. It won't be mandated. They'll have a choice to get, I want to get the mark of the beast and be a citizen or no, I'm not. And they're going, they're basically just laying their life down because it, it's not going to be a pretty picture. Right. Right. So we're in Hope I made preparation. No, that's great. That's why we're doing <laughs> well, this, right? To learn, to explore, to discover and discuss. Yeah. Well, that's all I know <laughs> on it. But I just, I just wanted to clarify the difference. We are not yeah. in the tribulation now. We're in the troubles. Yeah. No, I wasn't trying to say that we were there yet, that we were leading yeah. into it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, perfect. Perfect. Because, you know, of course, you know, yeah. we also have a lot of folks out there, you know, listening to us right now who are also learning and trying to piece some things together. So this is awesome. Yeah. Thank yeah you, and that's Sam. a whole nother, that's another whole episode <laughs> just talking about the tribulation. So after we get through all the episodes of the different judgment days, then we will talk about the tribulation. So we've got lots of shows coming, people. So, okay, Lisa, go ahead. <laughs> this is so awesome. I love our group. This is great. All right. So so then, you know, talking about when will, you know, judgment day come, Revelation 20, verse 7 through 15 actually talks about that. And that judgment day where the white throne appears is after the thousand year um period of time when satan has been bound up and and earth lives peacefully and calmly and you know trustfully that millennium yes um so after that thousand years that's when christ will come and sit on the white throne for for the final judgment um and he talk, it talks about, you know, how um, there'll be two lines of people coming in and those that were that have the mark of Christ will be judged according to their deeds and will be issued their rewards based on, you know, what matters in God's eyes. And then the dead will come and they will be answering for turning their backs on God. And then they'll be turned into the fiery pit, uh, the ultimate fiery pit, not that holding place. Well, you guys right. talked about last week. Okay, um, I need I need to make a crash course again so we don't confuse anybody. Okay, so we go through the millennium. God lets Satan out of hell. He gathers his armies. We go through Armageddon. After that, he wipes them all out. And then there's a, that's the great white throne judgment. It, go, it goes again. So there's so many pieces to this. We are skimming. We are but, skimming. We're skimming because as you were talking in my mind, I'm going, yeah, yeah, no, there's there. The tribulation between the tribulation and the great white throne judgment is a lot. There's a thousand year reign. Then God looses Satan again and he builds an army. It's an army. It's Armageddon. And that's a whole nother one. Then the great white throne judgment. And I apologize, Lisa, for interrupting, but we got to have the full picture as close as we can <laughs> yeah no totally no. And, and like i said i'm new on the topic as this deep well, so i i welcome your input obviously this is great we're getting it is such very, a good view it's very deep and mm -hmm. like i said i i just i struggled with this because it's like man there's so much to this i've heard it mm -hmm. preached a lot mm -hmm. did i retain it and, no right and remember what the purpose of our Friday conversation is, our coffee talk. This yes. is a discussion, a coffee talk to what? What are we doing here? We're planting seeds to our listeners and our viewers to hopefully, we're not giving them all the information. There's no way we could give them all the information. We're skimming, as Sandy says, 
in hopes that they they're we're going to give them enough nibbles that they're going to be like questioning so much in their brain that they're going to get their self in the Bible. And that's our ultimate goal is to get our listeners and our viewers in the Bible to research this themselves and to get deeper in that closer walk with our father. That's, that's right. It's time to get hungry. Yes. To get them hungry. That's yes. our whole goal. And it's like I'm starving. It's mm-hmm. crazy. I mean, I, I just, it's, it's nuts. <laughs> but I, 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 I feel that too. And I think the more we talk about this, the hungrier we get, the more we're going to want to get. I think that's what God wants for us. I think that's one of the reasons why we're having this experience is to get us hungry enough to help others get hungry enough. It feeds on itself and builds like a snowball. And let me tell you folks out there, we talk during the week because this, sometimes we go back and forth. We can't do this. Oh my gosh. We are not worthy, Lord, to bring this up. Lord, no, no, no. But Lord says, yes, yes, yes. (laughs) And he makes us dig and dig and dig until the final morning comes, Friday morning. And we're still, you know, 30 minutes before we go live, still discussing, you know, because we're not, God's not going to reveal all of it to us. We can't, our brains couldn't handle it. You know, that's not going to be revealed until we meet with him. But he's revealing enough to to say, do it. Because, again, remember the ripples I talked about. We don't know where the ripples are going to go. And somebody's going to get in the book. They're going to get in with that relationship. Because it's doing it for us. It's, it's doing it for whoever is joining us here, you know, on this talk. I mean, us girls here are... It's amazing, you know, what I am learning every single week. So, you know, thank you, Father. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So if you'll allow me, I'd like to go ahead and just read directly from Revelation so that we can let Revelation define the great white throne in terms of what God wants us to understand so that we don't leave it like a dangler, because I think it really ties it up nicely. So I'm going to start in verse 9 of chapter 20 in Revelation. And it says, They marched across the breadth of the earth and surrounded the camp of God's people, the city he loves. But fire came down from heaven and devoured them. And the devil who deceived them was thrown into the lake of burning sulfur, where the beast and the false prophet had been thrown. They will be tormented day and night forever and ever. Then I saw a great white throne and him who was seated on it. The earth and the heavens fled from his presence and there was no place for them. And I saw the dead, great and small, standing before the throne and books were opened. Another book was opened, which was the book of life. The dead were judged according to what they had done as recorded in the books. The sea gave up the dead that were in it and the death and death and Hades gave up the dead that were in them. And each person was judged according to what they had done. Then death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. The lake of fire is the second death. Anyone whose name was not found written in the book of life was thrown into the lake of fire. The next chapter goes into the new heaven and the new earth. But I think that really, you know, kind of clarifies what the great white throne of judgment is. Him who is seated on it has been identified in earlier chapters as being Jesus Christ as ordained by God, who was sat seated there to do this judgment. And so once, once Satan and all of his minions and the beast were thrown into the fire, everything affiliated, associated and dedicated to Satan followed after that. 
Um, and then, of course, we were able to receive our rewards and then go on from there. Future topics of the newness of things, but <laughs> in, <laughs> but it is very clear that there are multiple judgments. There are multiple uh, holding places prior to the great white throne appearing and us having to stand before that to be accountable for our lives, our lifestyles and the choices that we make while we're here today. And this is part of our urgency in bringing this to the world beyond just our little group here. We want everyone who views this to have an opportunity to hear, you know, where we are, what what's going on, what's coming and get ready and make your choices consciously knowing what those consequences are going to bring um, we're hoping for the best possible outcome for everyone we want everyone possible to accept jesus christ to wear his mark consciously to consciously deny satan so that when we go before that throne we can be held clean right absolutely amen to that <laughs> i just love our little bible study <laughs> yeah <laughs> I do. It's a, it was a fight this week. It really was. Cause I just flooded my house and I, I was just miserable, but anyways, you know, I just feel so blessed right now. Just being with you guys. Thank you. Yeah. I yeah, concur. It, it's been a hard yeah. week for me too, Sandy. You're not alone <laughs> for my own reasons, but this, this meeting, these meetings that we come to today always gives me such a lift and I am grateful for what we're doing here. Yeah. You know, we're not the most knowledgeable people. We share what we read. We share our experiences and, you know, what God's working with us through us, mm -hmm. you know, so it just dig in your Bible, get the answers like we do. If you have questions. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, we're not, you know, none of us have been to seminary school. None of us are <laughs> scholars. We are just sisters of our father. You know, we're the daughters of the king, the creator of everything and we're just trying to do the purpose that he has instructed us to do and follow his lead i mean this is totally his show we totally invite him in totally so many times during just today i get the god i call him god bumps because i know it's the holy <laughs> spirit coming through and and every time somebody says something that he's just brushing through me like you know um and that's a blessing uh, when you, when you feel him doing that. And, and it's, it is, it's because folks, it's not easy to come, come here every Friday. I'm going to be honest. I mean, the devil tries to every single week, put roadblocks in our path, in every one of our path. And then he always is trying to say, we're not worthy. Always trying to say, you know, you don't feel good. Always trying to say, don't do this and don't do that into every one of us every mm -hmm. single time. And I mean, it is like a struggle. And, but you know what? We are God's girls. We are God's girls. And this is how I look at it. It's like, you know what? Devil get behind me because, you know, this is God's show and God's going to give me the capability and the courage to go on whether, you know, I don't feel worthy. I mean, I dig all week long and I, at the end of the week, I'm like, gosh, I just feel, I don't feel like I have enough father. You have enough. You have enough to plant a seed. I have enough to plant a seed. And, you know, to the listeners and the viewers, if you have questions and you were to ask me a question and I didn't know it, 
I will research it until I'm blue in the face. I will go to the scholars. I will go to the, the, the people that I know that are biblicists. And what a biblicist is, in case you don't know, is just a purple person that follows the teachings of the Bible, that believes in the Bible, not religion, just a person that follows the Bible and believes in the Bible itself. And that's what I am. So um, I will I will get the answers, you know. And I mean, that's all we can do is just try to help one another. And and um, that's why we put links in the descriptions and and say, you know, go and check this out. You know, your thoughts. You know, do you have any more input for us? You know, I mean, it's okay. You know, get back with us. You know, let us know. Right. Well, I've got to say, this has been really good. It was a bit confusing, <laughs> but it went together really well. Yeah, I, I think, think it, it did. It, yeah, yeah, I think it went together. Yeah, I quite think it the, did. We're quite the, the girls, the three girls. <laughs> <laughs> oh. so, do we have any final thoughts, ladies? Um. Do you leave a comment thing down below where people can comment and ask questions or do you have it on an email? I put my email there. Okay. So they, they can okay. send it to the email. Yeah. And for some reason, I think I need to look up and see how, where they can leave comments. Cause somebody said that, uh, Lori said she was putting comments, but it didn't show up. So I need to check on that. And see. Yeah, when yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know settings. anything. When I was watching um, your podcast from last week, it said the comments were closed. Okay, so they on the you YouTube need to open version. Open it up. Okay, yeah. open it up. Yeah, yeah. So and I, I don't know. Yeah, I'll have to check that. I'm new to this whole YouTube live. I know how to get the the recorded ones in, but this live is um, because I'm actually not even watching the YouTube is behind. I'm actually because they they don't. There's a uh, um, what do you call that? A uh, few seconds between the two. So if I have both screens, it throws me off. So I'm just looking at the Zoom where it's real time. Because so I I hide the YouTube live behind it because it just confuses me. So uh, anyway, well, like our talks, it's all a process of learning, and so you know, I and just want to say. I just want to say that, you know, it's a privilege to be in a position of being able to learn because, you know, there's the world has gone crazy and it's important right now to stay as grounded as possible. And for me, this is a point of grounding. And so being forced into a situation where I have to look stuff up and get familiar and and get prepared for these weeks. And I say forced in a light way because it's not it's not a bad thing. It's a great thing. What it does is it gives me that anchor and it, it provides me that motivation that I otherwise don't have on my own. I mean, I'm plagued by, you know, the tricks of of the evil forces that are running them up, too. And, and so for me, having this commitment drags me out of that shell and puts me in a place of connecting much more directly and consciously with my Lord, which gives me that lift that gets me through the next week so again you know i'm just really grateful for this opportunity and i hope our listeners are, are listening and you know if you want to join our conversations contact tammy through her youtube ministries email it's in the link and let her know and she'll let you know how we can bring you into our conversations we want to welcome all the voices that are out there everyone has something valid to offer and valuable
That's right. Yes. Yes, that's for sure. And um, only one stipulation, you must be a biblicist <laughs> right? <laughs> to be on this talk show, because this talk show, we are biblicists and um, that is what that is what we teach. So <laughs> we can't bring in like other people that don't believe in the Bible because that wouldn't be relevant to this talk show. But if you yeah, are, we're not, we're not scholars for that. No, just, no, <laughs> no. This show is ba based on the Bible. So, yeah. But yes, if you, if you want to talk about the Bible and the topics of the Bible, yes, definitely get a hold of me. I will leave that in the comments. And um, my email is you the number seven ministries at gmail.com. So but that will be in the description. We'll leave you a couple of good links today too on some of the stuff that we researched throughout the week as well. We'll put those in there so you can kind of dive into some of your own research and then hopefully you'll get in your Bible and start researching. I think we've opened, I think we've opened up that we might the next few weeks, we will start diving in perhaps to the different judgments since we've kind of now skimmed the whole process, you know, kind of the whole uh, heaven, hell, eternal life, the judgment. Now we can skip into the uh, dive in one by one, the different judgment days. Huh, girls? Yeah, we'll have we'll have a conversation on that because, yeah. you know, there's so much in between that we left out. Yeah. And if we're going to do it in chronic, chronic, logical order, you know, because we and we what we did today was great because people know that there's different judgments. Right. So if you want, if you want to go in from the gathering up, which the word is rapture, but it's reptui in reptuish or something like that in Hebrew or Greek, you know, there's there's a it's lot. Not in the Bible. It, no, it's Rapture's not. Not it, in the it, Bible. No, but the word is in Hebrew, and it says it in the Hebrew Bible, but they didn't put it in our English Bible. Yeah. They call it gathering up. Amir so, Safati, yeah. you know, anyways, yeah. yes. so there's, there's just a lot here and we, you know, we just need to, cause there's seven bowls of judgment during the tribulation. Right. Then there's the seals that's broken. So, you know, there, there's a lot and, and, you know, there's, there's just a lot and it's really exciting getting in and doing this. this yeah. Uh, so I think Bible, what we'll I do. I consider it a Bible study. Yeah. So we'll make a, I think this week we'll make an outline girls. And kind of break down what, what like where we start next week of what our, what our, where our first uh, uh, discussion should go, where we should start out, and then um, then we'll go from there. That way, we kind of have an idea of where we're going to take our listeners. Now that we've kind of skimmed the surface of everything, we can start breaking things down, and this will be this will be great. So, in closing. I just want to invite anyone out there during uh, my closing prayer. I am going to give you the opportunity to ask Jesus in your heart, because I just feel that if you do not know Jesus, you do want to head in to judgment day, knowing him and you want to be prepared in case, you know, we never know when we're going to die in case you end up going to Hades or we blink our eyes and we're up meeting with him in the sky, whatever it may be, but um, you are worthy and we're all worthy. You are all God's children. 
And so as we close today, right now, dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you, number one, for being with us here today, Father, and joining us in this, you know, very deep discussion. Thank you for for getting in there and and just, um, you know, using us in the way that you would have us, uh, you know, the words just flow and hopefully that will reach the people that it needs to be. Well, I know it will because, because it's thy will be done. So father, I am just opening this up father to anyone out there that doesn't know you father that right now that they say these words, uh, dear heavenly father. Um, I want to ask Jesus into my heart right now. I ask father for forgiveness of my sins, father. And I want, to leave my old ways and follow you. I ask that you lead the Holy Spirit into my life, Father, and that I can follow you from here on out so that I can enter eternal life with my brothers and sisters. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So if you... Have said that prayer today. Please, please get a hold of me uh, by my email because I want to send you some information. If you're a new Christian and new follower, I want to make sure that you have something to guide you along the way, some scriptures to read that you are just not left out there all alone. That we want to help you. I have a group where we study the Bible together, a private Facebook group. You can come do that where we study. Uh, it is in a private Facebook group. It's called Girl Read Your Bible. So you can head over to that. And if you want to just listen to these episodes, uh, re-listen to them, like when you're on the go, you can check us out. It'll be posted on Almighty God and Gospel Girl Podcast. We host it on Acre, but you can listen to it on any of your favorite platforms as well, or you can come back here and check it out on YouTube as well. All right, ladies, thank you so much joining me this week. God bless you. God bless you. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to another weekly episode of the Almighty God and Gospel Girl podcast. If you have a testimony you would like to share with us, please contact us through our website at youministries.com. That's y-o-u-ministries.com. Until next week, May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace.